Welcome to The Hairpreneur Show. I'm Ryan Whedon, founder and CEO of Masters of Balayage. I still remember that day when someone I loved told me, you're just a hairstylist. Toxic relationship, probably, but it was just the fuel I needed to become obsessed with cracking the success code. From dead broke with just 75 bucks in the bank to running one of the most reputable seven-figure brands in the industry, I've dedicated my life to helping others like you push the limits of what's possible. So if you're ready to unlock the secrets to using our love for hair as a vehicle to achieve more personal and financial freedom in your life, you are in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick. Have you heard about our three world-famous certification courses? If balayage is your thing, we've got the Balayage Master's Program, or BMAP as our students like to call it. If blonding is your thing, we've got the Blonde Master's Certification Course. And if extensions are your thing, we've got the Extension Master's Certification. We call these the trifecta of the world's highest earning specialties. That's because if you master just one of them, you'll be madly successful. But if you master all three, you'll absolutely dominate the game. Charge what you want, work where you want, work when you want. All of these comprehensive programs fast track your experience and make you an expert faster. From modern fundamentals all the way to advanced mastery with topics like full bleach outs, zigzag foliage, and hybrid blonding, and with extension masters, things like hidden placement, modern beadwork, and stitching, you'll gain years of education in just days. With hours of immersive video training, color theory, skill strategy, accountability, live training, not only will you feel completely transformed by the end of the program, as if you've accelerated through years of hard work, you'll also gain an unstoppable confidence to not just raise your prices and value, but to create the life you want as a certified specialist. You know that feeling you get when you return home after a hair show and for a few days you feel like you can do anything? Well, imagine feeling like that every single day without the feeling fading. Now that's what our programs give you. Try one, try both, or go all in and try all three. Some of our best students have already taken the course multiple times. That's how good they are. Register now and see for yourself at www.mobnext.com. That's M-O-B. Next.com, mobnext.com, where hairstylists get ahead and stay ahead. Yesterday, my son and I went to Target to grab a few items, some uh, wrapping paper, some bags to put a gift in for a party that I was going to take my daughter to later for one of her classmates' birthdays. He's turning five. Not that that matters why we're, we were going to Target, but we were going there for, I guess, wonderful first world problems. What do I wrap this gift in? It, the box that we have or the gift that we we have to, to give it didn't have a bag to fit it and we didn't want to wrap it in a sloppy manner because we want the package to look nice and be a wonderful experience, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, anyway, on the way out, it was a beautiful day here in San Diego, probably, gosh, it was almost 80 degrees. It was beautiful, a nice, uh, one of those late summer October days that we tend to get here. And we're in this parking lot and we hear this beautiful music playing. Somebody is in the parking lot playing the, um, gosh, what is it called? <laughs> Violin. Wow. Hurting today. Waiting for that second cup of coffee to kick in. 
So he's playing the violin and it's just absolutely gorgeous. Like you could imagine this person on stage and every now and then you see people out there just playing music or you're walking down the street and people are playing music for a little bit of coins or to get noticed for their music because it's just what they do. And next to him, I saw this sign and it said, going through hard times, two kids, please help. And it it touched me. It always touches me when I see signs like that. But the first thought that goes through a lot of our heads, because we're used to, we're numb to seeing people asking for, for help on the streets, aren't we? The first thought that initially went through my head, and I hate to say it, is, well, if I give him any money, he's probably going to use it to <laughs> go drink or buy drugs. And, and I just, it's such a terrible stigma to have. However, I think it's been ingrained in us because a lot of times that might might be true. It might be, we don't know where they're going to use the money. We want to make sure that we are giving money to somebody so they can use it for benevolent reasons, so that they can actually help move their life forward. And I think that's why a lot of us are very skeptical to just give away our hard-earned money. We might as well go to Vegas and gamble, right? Well, I walked by him with my son on the way to the car, passed him over a couple of lanes, and it just kept going on in my head, going on in my head. I I don't know what it was, but I just felt like I wanted to give some money to this guy. Not only is he talented as heck, you can tell this guy, whether or not he even has kids, who knows? This guy is out here working hard to make ends meet. It's it's a Sunday, you know, so if you're in the parking lot on a hot Sunday playing violin, something's going on. You, you're not, and you're that talented, you know, there's, you're working hard for a reason. And I could tell that his why, it just sensed it. I just spiritually sensed it, that there was something going on with this guy. And I, I didn't want to get into it. I didn't want to uh, make this a social media moment. You know, that moment crosses that my your mind when you think, oh, this is something I could capture and I could put it on social media and I could show the world how grateful I am and how I help other people and maybe incite other people to do the same. But I think a lot of that is very self-serving. I think that the power of helping people without telling people about it, aside from here I am on this podcast telling about it, um, but I'm not actually showing it. I'm not showing that I'm giving money. I'm not showing how much money I'm giving. I'm, uh, I'm not trying to make a statement piece about it. I just want to live and breathe who I am and be closer to who I am and connect with my own voice, stand behind my own morals as I move forward in life so that I will have an impact on the world, on the people that I touch, on my family, the people that see me, the people that spend time around me. I want to transpire goodness as I grow older and leave it when I'm gone. So I get to the car I load up the, the groceries and then I say, hey, Max, Max is three. <laughs> he's he's not going to know either way what's going on. He's just happy to be out and walking around and at Target. Oh, Target, you know, and he's got a lollipop in his hand. So he's living his best life. So I said, hey, we're going to go in to that guy that's playing the music and give him some money. OK, and I go into my wallet and I see that I have some some fives. And I'm like, should I give him five bucks? I'm like, no, that's not enough. I mean, I want to make an impact on somebody's life. $5 if he's got two kids and I'm taking his word for it. I'm I'm trusting that he's out there because he's a good person, not because he's going to take it and try to manipulate the system. And even so, I have to be okay with that if that's 
if that's what's going to happen. I have to be okay if I'm going to give my money to something that I have to be able to part with it and be okay with that no matter where it goes and just know that my action and reason for doing what I'm doing, I'm doing it for myself to justify it, to to back my own moral fiber. So I, 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 I'm like, no, one five is not enough. So I pull out another five. I'm like, okay, $10. And I'm just like, $10. It's If I had two kids and I got $10, gosh, I would be so appreciative for anything. But I want to help out a little bit more. So I went a little bit further into my wallet and I had a, a, a couple of hundreds in there, which I just, you know, have a couple of hundreds in there for the times that we might need cash. And instead of having a bunch of bills, I don't want to have a big thick wallet sticking my butt out <laughs> like a shelf. So I, I pulled out a hundred and, and I, and I went over and walked to Max over there gently and, and, and watching out for cars. It's a busy Sunday. And I got to this gentleman and I said, you know, here you go. I reached out and I, you know, gave him, gave him the bill and he, he looked at me and, and I, I don't know what I was expecting for a response. I, I didn't know if I was going to get like this massive hug or tears or nothing. And I didn't really care. I didn't really care because I was doing this because I wanted to just help someone out, somebody that might've been in need. And especially if they've got kids, I absolutely want him to be able to be the father that he needs to be for his kids as they grow up. So I gave him the bill and uh, he looks on it, he looks up at me and he didn't get him, I was not gonna say he didn't get emotional, but I could tell he was filled with emotion. He was beaten down. He looked at me and he just said, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. And he just kept, he kept playing his music. And I'm so glad he kept playing his music. So it wasn't a scene. I didn't want to make it a whole big scene. I'm not looking for that hero reward award. I wanted him to keep playing that music. And I felt like this was such a great lesson to share, not just the power of giving to help someone else out and not expecting anything in return, which was such a good feeling. I didn't want to have to share it on social media and get all these comments like, oh my gosh, Ryan, you're so amazing. I can't believe, I, wow, you're such a great person. I don't need that. I, I, I mean, yes, I, I think as, as people, we all need to feel validated that what we're doing is right, but I knew in my heart that it was right. And the fact that he kept playing this beautiful music without breaking his song, it said a lot about him, that he was there for a purpose and that he was moving toward that purpose. He was going to keep going no matter what. He wasn't just going to take the money and run. He was looking at this like this was a blessing and I'm going to keep putting that energy forward and hopefully receive more blessings. And right now, as I think about this moment, I hope he's able to spend more time with his kids. I hope he's able to make more money that day, maybe with even renewed hope. Maybe his songs got even better. Maybe somebody's going to be like, hey, you're amazing. I want you to come play it at this, this, this symphony or this party or this concert. I hope that he's so much more hopeful because of it. That is, my, that is what I hope for. That is what I get out of this, that maybe he can help provide a better meal for his kids. Maybe he can spend more time with his kids. Maybe he can get through this tough time and then pay it forward. Because right now in the world, for the last several years, 
things have changed so much. And I don't think it's because I'm just more of an adult now. I have more responsibilities now. I have young kids now that I want to protect. I think it's so much more than that. I think because the world is so connected, there is such a divide between those that want to be seen no matter what, that want to have an impact, whether it's positive or negative, and they want to have their voice shown, whether it's for good or whether it's for evil. And I think that in a way is supercharging people to take more risk and more drastic measures to be seen. And because of this divide, there's a lot of atrocities going on around us in, in, in our backyard, in our cities, in our countries, in the entire world. You can't get away from what seems like there's always something happening. The world seems to be falling apart in a lot of ways. A lot of these movies that I watched in the 80s and the 90s, and gosh, even before that, and books that you've read about the future of the human race, it's scary. It's scary because a lot of what those initial predictions were about this dystopian society, about things crumbling and people fighting for food and for water, building walls and cutting each other off and doing whatever it takes to survive. Although it's, 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 although it's happening in, in little microcosms in the U.S., across the world, it seems that there's a lot of things that are not reported, the things that just happen, things that are actually moving in that direction. And what sad, sadly is happening is a lot of us are becoming immune to it. A lot of us are seeing this every day. We're seeing more shootings. We're seeing more hate. We're seeing more racism, sexism. And it continues to build up and we get so used to it that it's just another day. I don't want it to be just another day. And I know you don't either. So it takes people to talk about it. It takes people to stand up, to protect, to be a voice of strength. And one thing I'm trying to make it a mission to do in my own life is to really tap in to my own voice, to stop tiptoeing around hot issues where I believe strongly about something. Do I see this as an opportunity to get political? No, but I also feel like if we believe and tapped into our, our strong moral fiber that we need to stand behind what we believe in. If we see something happening and we're and that's not okay, it doesn't ring true to who we are and to what we want to be around and the, and the way we want to have a reality around us, that we need to stand up for it. We need to stand up for causes that we believe in. We need to stand up for people that are, are too weak to stand up for themselves. We need to be people's courage. We need to turn that fear into strength. It's the same energy guys. Courage and fear. I saw a quote when I was in college. It was on a church billboard. I passed by it every day and you know you have those churches and everybody's got a, a billboard that talks about what, you know, Sunday mass or service or it, some of them say different phrases, uplifting phrases, hopeful phrases that changes week by week, month by month, whatever their strategy is, whatever their system is of changing um, those uplifting words. And I saw this one phrase one day and it stuck in my mind. It said, fear is courage that has been tamed. Now, let me say that again. Fear is courage that has been tamed. That stuck with me so much. 
that stuck with me no matter what I do, before I step on any stage, before I take any new bold action that I'm afraid to take. I'm like, okay, I have two choices. Do I wanna be afraid of what I'm about to do? Or do I wanna channel that fear into exuberance, into energy, into courage, so that I can use it to my advantage? Fear is not gonna stop me anymore. Fear is not gonna hold me back anymore. Fear is not gonna keep me from my dreams or the person that I want to become. Now I want you to take today, take a moment, think about who you are, think about who you want to become and what steps are you taking to move into that direction. And I want you to take this moment to take all those fears in your mind and turn it into courage so that you too can impact the world in a positive way. For now, my friends, I want you to go and share your light, all right, with the world because the world needs it. When the world is falling apart, it takes people like us to pick it up. Even the little 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 ones <laughs> even even the, the little bitty if we even feel like we don't have much of a footprint in this world even though we're tiny we're just one person together we're strong okay so let's let's make an impact together let's do this let's make this world a better place for us for our kids for our families for everyone that we touch and for now keep loving what you do Grow every day and share your passion with the world. Thanks for listening. Do me a favor. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your socials. Not only does it give you content to post, you are also serving your supporters as a role model by showing your commitment to growth. You grew today and I'm proud of you. Now go put what you learned into practice so you too can earn more personal and financial freedom in your life. And before you go, I have one favor to ask. Because I do this podcast for free to give you advanced tools and strategies to get ahead, please help me spread the word. It would mean the world if you would take a quick moment and rate this podcast with five stars. That's the best token of appreciation I can ask for. Until next time, love what you do, grow every day, and share your passion with the world.